0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. An Ipsos poll for global news, Canadians don't expect life to return to normal until 2022. Daryl Bricker is the president and CEO of Ipsos Public Affairs. He's also the author of Next, the book that I insist every Canadian should read. And it should be in every Canadian home and in every Canadian pass, uh, classroom. Daryl, thank you uh, very much for, for taking the time and joining us on this Sunday, so I'm just reading from the global news story. despite the arrival of multiple vaccines to combat the pandemic and promises that every adult will have access to one by September, only 28 percent of those surveyed expect things to start feel normal by winter. Can you follow up on that for us, please?:
1: Yeah thanks, Ray. Um... I think what the Canadians are telling us in this survey is that uh, they were let down following uh, December um, the, announcement, the announcements that we had on vaccines then, and we kind of slowed to a trickle till you know fairly recently. So they're still, I would say, somewhat tentative, listening to what is supposed to be good news. Uh, and you know, quite frankly, they've been through a year of uh, really difficult circumstances, and as a result of that, they remain somewhat skeptical. But you know, if this progresses, if uh, people are able to get vaccinated at a at a, at a really uh, strong pace, and and uh, you know the lockdown shift, we'll probably see these numbers shift. Mm.
0: But sixty eight was uh, sixty eight percent right now are not feeling or seventy two percent are not feeling particularly comfortable. Thirty eight percent say they don't think a return to normality is possible until twenty twenty two. And if you would ask me, I, I don't know how I would have answered that. There's no way I could possibly. No, I would just give you a seat of the pants. Uh, Assessment. Uh, But how does this compare to previous polling?
1: Well, it's interesting. If you go back to March of last year, when we, uh, you know, the anniversary, the start of of all of this, uh, uh, we asked people, how long do you think this will last? And they said, it'll be over by summer. So it'll be over in June. So, uh, you know, people have pushed out their horizons when they evaluate what the impact of COVID is going to be, which I think, you know, uh, is the other part of this. I mean, they've been through a year. Uh, They don't expect that it's going to end anytime soon. And as I said before, Uh, You know, they were let down a bit on vaccines uh, over the last couple of months. Things things seem to be picking back up now, but uh, they remain tentative.
0: Mm -hmm. I was just looking at some statistics. uh, Canada's number 57 in the stats that I saw in vaccinations per 100 for uh, countries around the world is something else we're going to follow up on. Now, on these numbers that uh, that you were able to uh, glean of Canadians, are these? Did these represent a, a national mosaic, or is there a significant regional difference between what, for example, Atlantic Canada may say compared to Western Canada?
1: Yeah, Atlantic Canada, when you talk about getting back to normal, they're the least likely to think that we're going to be getting back to normal soon. And the reason for that is probably because they already are back to normal. So the, the, the question was a little bit confusing for them, I think, where uh, uh, they haven't gone through what, say, for example, a place like Toronto or Hamilton is going through right now. So uh, um, I, I suspect that uh, their version, uh, the reason they're saying that we're, we don't, we're not going to get back to normal as quickly is because they're, all, they're already there. Um, uh, Alberta is the other place where we see uh, people are a bit more pessimistic and they've been kind of going up and down in terms of the, uh, in terms of the number of cases and different types of lockdowns. So uh, obviously their, their personal experience is, is defining that to a certain extent. But generally when you look at Alberta, they tend to be more pessimistic about just about everything. The thing about Alberta that uh, really makes them stand out in this, whole, in this whole crisis that we've been going through is they were going through a crisis prior to this. So it was economic. So when you say getting back to normal, their version of normal is something that probably goes back three years ago, as opposed to just a year ago.
0: Yeah. And Daryl, if we go one province to the West, to our friends in British Columbia, um, listening on CKNW radio in uh, in Vancouver, also listening to us in uh, Kamloops and Kelowna, uh, what are our British Columbians saying?
1: Well, they're a, they're a bit more optimistic than other parts of the country, um, you know. But you know, close to, close to the average. I, I don't think British Columbia particularly stands out in terms of its opinions about what we're going through in COVID. The two play the two places that tend to just jump off the charts when you when you look at uh, just about every question we ask on COVID are Atlantic Canada. Their experience is different, but also Quebec and uh, the people who tend to have the hardest pro- uh, time in Canada with the restrictions. We would think would be Alberta, but it's actually the province of Quebec.
0: Hmm. Who are the 7% that don't think we'll ever return to normal? Who are those people?
1: Uh, I, th- I, th- I think they're the true pessimists, maybe the, uh, the millenarians, you know, the, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the, the end is nigh. I, I think to a certain extent it could be that. Or people, you know, who uh, have really been devastated by, by what's gone on in this pandemic. And, you, yeah. know, uh, you know, the restaurant is closed forever. Their small business is closed forever. Their version of normal is an awful lot far away, further away than it is, say, for example, if you're a federal public servant. Uh, living in Ottawa, and uh, you've been able to work from home every day.
0: Yeah, I chuckled a little bit because there's always a small number that thinks the world is ending, but you're right. For many people, or a significant percentage, of the Canadian population, it has been an extremely trying time, and particularly those people who own and operate small businesses. But seven Yeah, their life,
1: their life has changed forever.
0: Yeah, and 7% isn't really, it's not that small a number, is it, when you look at the actual total numbers of the national population.
1: Well, 7 times uh, 38 million. Uh, You know, 0.07 times 38 million is a pretty big number. Yeah.
0: One other question for you, is there any, do we have any idea what Canadians would most want to do um, when life does return to some sense of normalcy?
1: Yeah, the the number one thing is not wear a mask. (laughs) I mean, we're really looking forward to not covering up our faces. But after that, it's really getting together with friends and family indoors whether it's dining at a restaurant or entertaining people at home. Uh, what I think uh, we've really learned uh, through the course of this pandemic is what social creatures human beings are, are. And even though we can stay connected through mechanisms like the ones that you and I are using today, that's not the same as being connected.
0: No, it isn't.
1: Uh, and so we miss no. touching each other. We miss holding each other. We miss seeing each other. We miss the uh, being able to look into other people's eyes and get some sense of emotional connection. Uh, that's what we've really been deprived of uh, through this process uh, that we've gone through over the space of the last year. So, yeah, what are we looking forward to? We're looking forward to getting together.
0: Yeah. You know, I have sort of jokingly said, but um, it's actually true. I am actually looking forward to getting onto a crowded elevator again. I hated crowded elevators. I just um, do everything to avoid them. But just the idea that I can stand with a group of people in a confined space and not worry about what may happen and not wear a mask, that to me would be a sense of returning to some real liberty and normalcy.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people would agree with you, Roy. Uh, But uh, look at it in concentric circles. It's our most intimate circles that we're we're missing the most right now. So the best of all things would be if you were on that uh, elevator with your family. Yeah, And with your closest friends. And that, that's that's really what we're missing. Uh, the other stuff, like going to concerts and festivals and, you know, work-related things, that kind of thing, um, is, is further down the line. So th- those types of, you know, group events are further down the lines. It's actually the intimacy that we're missing.
0: If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites.